Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. Amen, 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 amen. Well, come on, let's go ahead and stand to your feet and let's go ahead and jump into the word if you can. We can stand to your feet and let's honor the Lord. Amen. Let's honor as we read the word. Amen. We are at Psalms 20, 27. And I'll be reading for you verses 4 through 7 and 13 and 14. I ain't going to be before you long. Amen. I'm going to give you what God has given me. Amen. And then we're going to go on. Amen. Is that all right with y'all? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We at Psalms 27. Amen. Psalms 27, verses 4 through 7. And the word of the Lord reads, and it says, One thing I have desired of the Lord and that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. For in the time of my trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, and in the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock, and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. And I was saying, yea, I was saying praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. And I'm going to read verse 13 and 14. It says, and I have fainted unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of a good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Amen. And if I had to give you a topic on today, my topic would be fix your eyes on God, not on whatever you got your eyes on. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So if you've seen my title today, amen, on the, on the screen, you will see it say, fix your eyes on God, not on dot, 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 dot. Because some of us got a lot of Dot, dot, dots, dots, dots. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say, God, I'm going to fix my eyes, oh God. Amen. I'm going to fix my eyes, oh God, not, hallelujah, on all that other stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on and just give God a little praise right there as you take your seat. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to keep my eyes fixed on God. Amen. Not on all these other things. Amen. Some of us can go through a whole list of things that our eyes are fixed on right now. Amen. That's got our attention. Hallelujah. That we're looking at so much. And even as I begin to study this, I say, God, you know, right in the middle of this, this, this word that you was, had, you were speaking through David, Right before this, David was saying, he said that he's so encamped about with his enemies. He said, my heart, my heart shall not fear. He talked about how war rising up against him. Come on. David was right in the middle of so much turmoil. David was right in the middle of trouble. Amen. And I say, God, that's where we are. If you really look around, y'all, it's so much going on around us. I mean, jobs closing companies closing that you wouldn't even think would close. I, I, I think I saw how so many bed, bed, bath, and beyonds, I think about three or four hundred of them closed. Foot lockers closing, Walgreens closing. You know, I met a young man last weekend that said he, he was a, a, a truck driver uh, for the company Yellow, and they closed, I mean, over 300,000 people lost their jobs, just like that. I said, they didn't give y'all a severance. He said, no. He said, because they were dealing with some stuff from the union. So, y'all, that's a lot of people losing their jobs. That's a lot of people that are unemployed. It's a lot of companies that are out there just going and folding under. And I say, God, it's so much going on around us. So much going on around us. You know, it's so, so much sickness and so much violence. Come on, so many things that are going on around us. Anybody know what I'm saying? Amen. Uh, and, and, and David had to come out and he said, one thing I do desire. Amen. What he was saying was, Lord, in the midst of all of this stuff, amen, it's almost like it's sucking up my desire. It's sucking up my desire. Come on, can we even be real, you know, even as a business owner? You may say, well, God, I want to be my own. But, but when you start looking around, you're like, Lord, that takes a lot. 
come on. <laughs> Being an entrepreneur, somebody, somebody know what I'm saying. It takes a lot. Now you you got to every day get up and work. This isn't you ain't got no vacation hours. So I'm just gonna use my sick time today. Yeah, I'm going to use my vacation hours. There is no vacation in sick time. Come on, glory to God. I mean, you can take it, <laughs> but ain't nobody about to give you no check on it. Amen. So you got to get up. Come on, glory to God. You got you to gotta be, be it all. Come on, you got to talk to the people, and you got to do the work. And, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's work. Come on, anything around us, you got to put in some work. Some of y'all single people like, child, I don't know. I would desire marriage or not because that looked like some work. Come on, that, that looked like some, because right now I could just kind of go as I freely want to go. Come on, glory to God. And, you know, that looked like some work. That sounds like I hear them talking about communicating and forgetting not with such sacrifice God is well pleased. you like, oh, Lord, I got to talk when I don't want to talk. Come on, glory to God. It can be a lot going on around us, amen. It's a lot that we can see. Come on, we can look at ministry and churches. I'm going to be real. You know, I say, God, you know, I could look at mega ministries and say, God, you know, when they start getting big, God, it'd be a whole lot of mess going on. I mean, I ain't trying to talk about churches, you know. I never was the one to try to dog people because it's easy to judge folks. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. It's easy to judge people. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It, it, you know, it's harder to have compassion. Come on. It, it's, it's harder, you know, uh, 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 to give people grace. Come on. But it's easier to judge them. So I try not to be judging people. Amen. Because I understand we all trying to get it right. But I say, God, I'm looking at some of this stuff and I'm like, God, you know, that's that's a lot going on. Because the more you more people you got, the more stuff you got, the more stuff you got to manage. Amen. So you can begin to look at all these things encamped around you. Come on, the bigger your family is, you know. Come on, men. The, the, you get a wife and children, honey. You got to feed them. You got, you got to make sure they. You got to make sure they all right. Come on, you. You. They everybody looking at you. Come on. It. It could be a lot that goes on on around you. But David said, after I look at all this stuff, come on and go with me. I'm trying to lead y'all into it. It says, one thing I have desire of the Lord. He said, after I done look at all this stuff, he said, one thing for sure I know I can ask of God. One thing that I know that I can ask, amen, after all the stuff that's going on around me, all the stuff going on in my life, come on, I don't know which way to go. I'm trying to make decisions. I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. I'm trying to make sure that I'm pleasing God. But one thing I know that I can seek after, I need to ask God for, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. And I say, God, he said one thing. Why did he say one thing? He, he knew that because we can start asking for so many things. We could go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Amen. Some of y'all know what I'm saying. Amen. Hallelujah. Because sometimes we can ask for stuff one thing after another. David said, I'm just going to stick to this one thing. Amen. I'm going to stick to one thing, Lord. One thing. Because I got a couple things. Amen. I can ask for. Amen. He said, but I'm going to stick to this one thing. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord. And I say, God, you know, even when you look at the word desire, it says to put a demand, to put in a request. Come on, to put a demand on it. Come on, when you have a desire, people know that it's your desire. Right? Some of us, once you know a person and that person got a strong desire for something, you can say, I know her, she, she desired that. Or I know him, he desires this right here. Because you got such a demand on it that other people know around you that that's what you desire. And even as we're putting our eyes back on God, come on, God should know that this is your desire. Come on, I want you to really think about God. What is my desire? What am I fixed on? Come on, glory to God. What am I putting a demand on? Because you gotta be you got to be able to put a demand on this thing, to give a request. Come on, we people of God. We're not supposed to be, you know, we so weak about stuff. Like, I, you know, I don't really want to ask. Why not? 
I don't really want to go after, after that like that. I'm just going to wait on God. Come on, why not? I'm not saying go and, you know, you don't pray and you don't seek God, but it should be some things in your life that you going after. So David said, he said, this is what I'm doing. He said, one thing I desire the Lord that I will seek after. Amen. And I say, God, you know, even as we begin to go and seek God, you know, we really got to put our eyes on God. You know, you know what? I was looking at this. I said, God, our eyes are never idle. Your eyes are never idle. Even you sitting here right now, your eyes are scanning the room. Some of y'all done seen what's over here, what's over there. Come on, your eyes are never idle. You always scanning and looking, right? It's do what it's supposed to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Even, even, if you, even if you ain't trying to focus in, your eyes are still doing a job. Right? So a lot of times, even in our lives, I, I, we're, we're always we're scanning and we're looking at so many different things. We're scanning our life. We're looking at this. We're looking at that. Come on, glory to God. And we're not focusing just on God. I'm trying to help some of y'all. Because from day to day, you're just scanning your whole life. You're scanning people's lives. You're scanning what's going on in your past. You're scanning what's going on ahead of you. And you got all these things that you, even when you sleep. I said, Lord, last night I'm dreaming about my job. I said, Lord, how, why am I dreaming about my job on a Saturday night? <laughs> Come on, you can be asleep and still thinking about stuff. Still scanning through your life. Ain't nobody, y'all, y'all at the, never this, Lord, help me, God, today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Even, even when I'm asleep, I'm still scanning through my life. Amen. And it says, you know, we, we, what we got to do, what he began to say, he said, I will seek after. What he said is that, God, I'm going to give this thing a rest. Come on, I'm going to give this thing a rest. Come on, glory to God. You don't even understand that when you fix your eyes on God, you give yourself a rest. Come on, glory to God. You, 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 you give yourself that space to say, you know what, I, I'm not going to tire myself out. Y'all know what? You will tire yourself out scanning through your life looking at all this stuff. Come on, say, God, I'm going to give myself a break, Lord. I'm going to give myself a rest, God. Come on, glory to God, hallelujah, that I can rest in the spiritual place with God. Even I was looking at how, you know, I was reading this week about how Balaam was uh, uh, back in Numbers. You can read it in Numbers 24 and 4. And he began to talk about how he was in a, in a trance. And God was speaking to him. His eyes were open. But he was so focused on God and what God was speaking. He was almost in a trance. How God was speaking to him. And I said, God, now that's some focus. God, he, he was truly fixed on you to be able to stay in this place. His eyes were open, but he could still hear God. And so that's where God wants us to be, amen, in this place where he can speak to you, amen. He can minister to you, glory to God. You know, even throughout my day, I can hear God. I could be doing all these other things. I could be going to work. I could be dealing with all these things, but I am fixed on God. God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I thank the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. God is helping us on today. So look at this. He said, look at this. He said that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And what David was saying in this place is say, God, he said, I want to remain with you on this journey in my life. I want to remain in this place with you. As I am journeying, God, as I'm going, he said, I want to remain in all the days of my life. I want to remain in this place with God. Come on. And right there, when I begin to read that thing, I say, God, you know, I want to remain in this place with you. Even as we're talking about worship. Come on. This is the place, God, that I want to dwell in. I want to remain in this place. Come on, because even as you go throughout your life, it's so many things that want to pull you out the presence of God. So many things that want to pull you out of the place with God. But what David was saying is that, Lord, I want to remain all the days of my life, this whole journey. Come on, God is providing. We got to know that he provides 
for us. Amen. God provides for us. He said all the days, and behold the beauty of the Lord. So God is saying, you know, this is a good place. David understood that this is a good place. We're talking about beholding, meaning face to face. Amen. We got to come face to face with God. And I said, God, why do we run away from worship? But the truth is we run away from worship because we don't want to see God face to face. But you know what? It is a revealing that God wants to do. Look at this. Look at the word. He said to behold the beauty of God. That means that I got to get into that place to see God face to face. Come on and behold his beauty. Look at what the Lord told me. And I want to read it to you. Amen. I'm going to read it to you. And then I'm going to sit down because, you know, I ain't going to hold y'all long. But look at this. He said, beauty is pleasure. God said, I'm revealing to you yourself. God said, I don't have to reveal you to me because I already know you. He said, but what I am doing, I am revealing you to yourself. God said he reveals himself to you, but you're made in the image of God. But even as God is revealing himself to you, amen, he's allowing you to see the goodness of you. See, a lot of times we look at ourselves and we're looking at the stuff that we don't have right. We look at the stuff that, that's, that's wrong with us, our failures. Come on. But the Lord said, I want to even reveal the good things. Amen. I want you to see the beauty. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Help us, God, to see this thing. Amen. Help us to see the beauty. Glory to God. To see the good things about us. To see the purpose that he has for us. To see the destiny he has for us. Amen. Glory to God. Because what God does, he brings up a mirror, and he begins to let us look at these things. Come on, glory to God. I'm trying to help you because you're running away. You're running away from the presence of God. You're running away from worship. You're running away from this place. But it's not only that God wants to show you things to fix. Because, see, we get excited about that. So I came up here, and I'm like, God go, God go give you things to fix with your raggedy life. Everybody like, oh, hallelujah. You know, but sometimes we have, we, what we do is we get ourselves in a place where we want to hear the negative. Uh-oh, y'all. Oh, Lord. If you ain't talking negative to me, then it ain't good. Come on. If you're talking negative to me, you, you ever heard us say somebody in relationships, people in relationships, all they want is somebody, like, you know, talk bad to them. Then when they get somebody that's good, they're like, what's wrong with them? Why are they talking good to me? You know, why are they always smiling at me? Why are they not? You know, because we're not so programmed ourselves to hear something negative. We've already programmed ourselves to hear something bad. We already programmed ourselves for head banging stuff, you know. And as long as you bring that to you, then it's good. But when God begins to say, I want to show you the beauty, we be like, oh. I don't know how to rejoice in that. Come on, glory to God. Because when the Lord said, I want to show you the beauty of your life, y'all should have ran. Some of y'all should have jumped straight up because the enemy done showed you so much of your bad stuff. Come on, he always got you looking at the negative stuff. He always got you looking at how you ain't got it all right. You should have said, oh, hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're going to show me the beauty of my life. Come on, hallelujah. You're going to show me the beauty of my calling. Glory to God. You're going to show me the beauty of the anointing that's on my life. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. See, God wants to show us the beauty. Say, God, help me to see love the right way. Because God is trying to show us what love really looks like. Come on, as the body of Christ, we got to know what our relationship with God. We got to get the right mindset. All we think is that God is a God that's going to come through and rebuke you and tear your head off. You know, you're like, that's, that's the God I know. Come on, but I know that there's a God that loves me. The beauty of God? David said the beauty of his holiness. Come on, glory to God. Beauty, David, like, it, it, it looks good. Come on, Hallelujah. And what God wants to do is to reveal the beauty of your life. I'm going to say that again. God wants to reveal the beauty of your life. 
Not that David didn't walk through some stuff. Yeah, David walked through some hard places. You got to remember David started out being looked over. David started out being rejected. David started out, you know, they had David out there fighting in the fields. Come on, they, they, they were looking way over David. That's how he started. It was God that sent the word for David to show David that he was something. Regardless of what man had looked over him, God said, you are, you know, no, you are king. Come on. You are anointed. You are somebody awesome. I do want to use you. It doesn't that David didn't start off that way. But David was a God. God allowed David not only just to be a praiser, but he allowed David to get into that place with him that he allowed him to see the beauty. Some of you at this place in your life, God wants to show you the beauty. Amen. That's what he's saying. He said, listen, he said, I want to reveal some stuff to you about you. Y'all know what? It's not enough for people to know the beauty about you. Because people could know the beauty about you, and they'll say it to you, and you'll be like, oh, okay. You know, or, or, or you kind of overlook it, you know, or, or to go in one ear and go out the other. But God wants to show you the beauty about your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we got to begin to get into that place. Amen. Even when you begin to go into worship, God reminds you of the purpose. He wants you to see things clearly. Amen. He wants you to see the gifts that he's given unto you. See, that's the beauty. That's the beauty. Those are the things that God wants you to see. Amen. And he said, he said, behold, the beauty inquire in his temple. Look at verse five. And it says, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. Amen. So he said, in the time of trouble, God is going to hide me. Amen. So, so anybody in this, in this place today, anybody online are dealing with some trouble right now. Amen. He said, in the midst of my trouble, the Lord will hide me. Come on, and you can be troubled by anything. Amen. It don't have to be trouble because, you know, it, 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 it's something huge and big, but it can be the little stuff. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? Them, 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 them little, little things, amen. Those little, little details uh, trouble you. Amen. Those little things are constantly be on your mind. Those little things are trying to throw you off, amen, from getting into the presence of God. The little things that have your attitude off. The little things that be making you roll your eyes. Come on, those little things, amen, will make you be like, I'm just going to lay in my bed. Those little things, come on, glory to God. Those little, little things. And so it can be little things or big things. But what David understood, he said, even in my time of trouble, he shall hide me. That means whatever obstacle, whatever situation, come on, people, things that come up in my life, God will hide me. So what are you saying, Pastor? Yes, when you go into a place of worship, God said you will he will hide you under the shadow of the Almighty. Come on. He'll bring you into this place. Amen. Where he hides you. Amen. Where he bring you where, 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 where the enemy before could take all kind of licks at you. Come on. That's why we got to get into that place with God. Amen. You, he wants to hide you in the pavilion. Come on. In that secret place of the tabernacle. But I want to tell you this. God wants to hide you in that higher place. But you got to go there. Come on, you got to go into that place with him so that he can hide you in that place. Come on, glory to God. Hallelujah. He, you got to go into that place. What does that mean, Pastor? That means you're going to have to get your stuff. 
Come on, when he said take up your bed and walk, you're going to have to take your stuff and you're going to have to begin to take it and say, God, I'm going to go into this place. God, I'm going to take up this bed that I've been laying in. Come on, somebody should receive that. Say, God, I'm going to take this bed that I've been laying in, God. God, making all these excuses in, God. God, where I felt like I, I, I've got failure in. God, you told me, you told the man to take up his bed and walk. So what I'm going to do, God, to go into that high place in the pavilion, I got to take up this bed and I got to walk. Come on, hallelujah. I got to take up this bed and I got to begin to walk. Amen. And I say, God, you know, even as we were talking about the place of prayer, you know, God was teaching us about prayer and why it's so important for us to pray. Then God talked to us about worship. But I mean, sorry, about a uh, uh, praise. But now this place of worship. God is saying that in this place of worship, this is between me and you. The place of worship is, is, is the intimate place. This is a secret place. That means that even when the enemy comes to eavesdrop, he can't hear what's going on in the place of worship with me and God. There's some whispering that happens between me and God that, you know, that, 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 that the enemy can't even get into that place. Come on, because he can't get into that holy of holy. He can't get into that place with me and God. Amen. And so that's why I have to get into that place so that I can hear God as he whispering to me. Come on, there's some things that God wants to whisper to you. Come on, say, God, I think there's some things you want to speak to me. There are some things that God wants to speak to you. But God has to get all these other things out of your ears so that he can speak to you. Amen. God wants to speak into that secret. He said the secret place of the tabernacle, he shall hide me. He keep going back to that. And he has set me upon a rock. He said he will hide me. Come on, what God is saying is that this place of protection that he has for you. He has this place of protection for you. Come on, glory to God. God has a place of protection because some of us are so used to being the protector. We're so used to protecting other people. We're so used to carrying other people. Come on, glory to God. Hallelujah. When I, I went get to go into worship the other day, and I said, God, I was trying to carry all this stuff. And God said, why are you trying to carry all this stuff and all these people here? I got a word for some of y'all. Because some of y'all in this season, you're going to have to let people walk their own walk. Uh-oh. You're going to have to let people walk their own walk. I'm going to say it louder, amen. I, I wish I could come down off the thing because y'all, y'all, you know, y'all be like, it's hot in here. Hey, listen, I, I wish I could come down off this thing and walk a little bit, amen, because some of y'all, you got to let people walk their own walk. There you go. Let me carry you. I know you. your legs longer than mine. Now, when it was a child, you know, you ever see the little child used to carry them all the time? You know, you carry Care more, y'all care the babies everywhere. Then after they get older, they about standing here. They tell my mama, "Can you pick me up?" You, you know, kids always go through that stage, don't they? Then I got bigger, and then they'll say, "Can you pick me up, TT?" And you like, "Uh, no," cause your legs now is about long as mine. I can't, I, I can't. Kids always go through that, right? So why you keep letting grown people tell me, can you pick me up? Oh, Lord. Their legs as long as yours. Come on, hallelujah. They've been in the faith as long as you. And then you go tell me, come on, then let me TT pick you up. Uh-oh. Come on, let me, uh, uh, got you. Let me pick you up. And you trying to carry them. Oh, God. You can't even get into the place where you need to be with God because you got all these people you carry. Hallelujah. Yeah, we 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 love people. We 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 support people. Amen. We dare for people. But I 
can't keep keep carrying you through a place I don't e- I'm trying to get through. Some of y'all don't even know how to get through the door, and you try to take people with you through the door. You need instructions. You, you need to figure out how to get through the door. You're talking about, I'm going to try to figure it out, but I'm going to carry. No, you got, to, you got to figure out how to get through the door so you can hear God's instruction. Because you know what? You're carrying them and God trying to tell you what to do, but you can't even get there because you waited down. God said, run a little bit. You, I can't run, God. I'm tired. Glory to God. I hope somebody heard that one. Amen. God, this is this season. I'm gonna make them get down. <laughs> I gotta make them get down. Come on. Uh-oh. Glory to God. Because y'all know what? Some of us done made such a mess. Come on, hallelujah. You done made such a mess. Come on, parents. You can make a mess with your children. A mess. Cause you got you carrying them so much. Oh, Lord. They, they almost grown. They don't even know how to do nothing. Tell me, you know how to do anything? No, I don't know how to do nothing. My mom and my daddy do it all for me. They don't know how to wash a dish. They don't know how to sweep a flow. They don't know how to do nothing. Fold, a, fold up nothing, nothing. God give me too, Lord. Hallelujah. They don't know how to do nothing. You done made a mess. And then be mad about your mess. Yeah, you mad about your mess now. Cause y'all don't you don't do nothing around here. But you didn't make them do nothing. You didn't teach them nothing. Say, some people going to have to get out. They, they just going to have to get out. Come on. I, I have to make some folks get out. Come on. I'm carrying too many people on my hip. Come on. They got to get down. Amen, saints. Some of y'all, you know, you just, you, you know, your family members and some of y'all relationships. Let me tell you something. Y'all ain't going to like this one. And you're like, ain't no way you should be a woman. Y'all know where I'm going. Carrying no grown man on your hip. Uh oh. Miss Marco, they don't. Oh. They like that one. But you, you shouldn't be no grown woman carrying no grown man on your hip. Trying to, you got to figure out everything. You got to do everything. You got to be the one to pray. You got to be the one to pray. You got to be. And some of you, it ain't his fault. It's yours. You said, come on up here. I got you. I got you. I'm a woman, but I'm strong. Come on up here. Oh, I got y'all good today. I'm going to leave y'all alone today. I'm built strong. You don't know about me and my mom and them. You did that. You picked them up. Lord have mercy. So some of y'all, you have to say, you know, you, you got to get out. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You got to make some folks get down. Because you did that. Get right on down. There you are how you do children, don't you? Get right on down. Let me hold your hand. We're going to walk together. But I'm not about to carry you. Amen, saints. Because we can't even get into that place with all this stuff and carrying things and carrying people. You're talking about getting to a higher place. To get to a higher place, that means you have to go to a place that you have never been before. Y'all hear me. There is a place that God is trying to take you. You have never been here before. So you cannot go to this place heavy. You cannot go to this place weighted down with stuff. 
You have to you have to say, you know what? You y'all got to get get all the stuff that I'm carrying for people off. Number one, it should have been in prayer. It should be in prayer. When we say we pray for one another, that's where you're supposed to release it anyway. The word, the Bible tells us to pray for one another. Come on. We should be praying for one another. So when I pray for you, I release it right there. I lay it at the feet of God. Come on, glory to God. And then I move on from it because he's God enough to take care of it for you. Amen. I don't pray for you and then I take you and then still carrying you. Amen. I'm trying to help somebody today. Hallelujah. Pray for them. Pray for them. And then move on. Come on, because you got somewhere you have to go. Amen. Because what happens is that as we go into that place with God, amen, this is a place where God cuts off everything else. And it's just between you and you ever watch a, a, a like a reality show or something? And somebody's going, they say, cut the cameras, don't show the cameras, don't show what's about to happen, you know. And that's kind of what happens when you begin to go into that place with God. God cuts the camera. He cuts it all off. And then now this is a time that between you and him so that he can restore you. And so David understood this. He said, so I can go back out and I can fight these other battles. I can go back out and I can lead people. I can go back out and I can do, you know, what, what, what you have purposed me to do. He said, but first I got to get into this place so that you can restore me. But when we don't do that, every day you're running off your little bit of strength. I know, I know it's good today. It's good. It's good. It's good. Amen. And the Lord said he want. he said, so I can, I can sit you upon that rock. And like that's what I'm saying. As you begin to go into this place of beauty, into this tabernacle place, God said, when you get in here, I'm going to sit you upon this rock. I'm going to sit you upon this place, that this, this place where it's firm. So when I go throughout my day and I'm going, you know, and doing things and dealing with different things, God already placed me upon a rock. I'm not already in quicksand. You don't want to start off your day already in a sinking quicksand. You barely making it. But by, the, by, the time you, by the time you get out the door, by the time 9 o'clock, you already got, you in uh, uh, quicksand. It's all the way about to here. Come on, but God is saying, you go into this place so I can place you upon a rock. Do you know all day long, all you're doing is making decisions. Every day, all day long. If you realize it or not, you always making decisions. What to do? If to go here, am I going to go to work? Come on, am I going to talk to this person? Am I going to go there? Come on, how am I going to get there? Am I going to turn right? Am I going to turn left? You make decisions all day. You deal with people all day. Come on, God wants you to start it off, amen, as being on that rock, amen, in that firm place. That firm place, that firm place in your faith, that firm place where you're trusting God. Come on, glory to God, a double-minded man. Come on, he's unstable in what? All his ways. God don't want you unstable and wishy-washy. God wants you to be firm. He wants you to be stable. Come on, in your faith. He wants you stable in your faith. And he said, look at this. He said, and now my head is lifted up above my enemies round about me. And I said, God, you know, when you're talking about your enemies being round about you, God really should begin to show me how the enemy are, are, are set up and he'll try to get angles. He try to come at every different angle he can. To look at your life, amen. And he keep looking at it just to find your faults. 
He said, my enemies were round about me. Amen. And so what they do, what, 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 what the enemy does, he set up at different things in your life and different angles at your life. Like, look at her on this, this side. She might be got it together over here, but look at this right here. Glory to God. Why? Because he, he you know, he, he loved to accuse the brother. Amen, the brother. And so he always trying to find a different angle to look at. But I say, God, but why? What, we don't do that. Amen. We don't say, God, I'm trying to look at God from every angle of my life. You got to surround this thing and say, God, let me look at you from every angle. I got to see God in this. If I fix my eyes on God, I'll see God in this. I'll see God in my job. I'll see God in the relationship. I'll see God with my finances. I'll see God. Come on, when I begin to look at this thing, if I look at it from every angle, I can fix my eyes on God and I can see him. Because I say, God, you know, we say you know, we know all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and call according to his purpose. That means that whatever's happening in my life, I got to see God in it. Because why? Somebody say it. It's working together what? For my good. It's working. Well, Pastor, if somebody, you know, if I wreck my car, how is it working together for my good? Well, God going to teach you through this on how to trust him. On how, you know, to believe God to get it, how to get transportation, how to, you know, get another car. Because through it all, God's still going to build my faith. He going to build me how to be stronger. He going to build me how to. And so when I go on to the next level in my life and something else happened, I said, well, I remember when I didn't, I had wrecked my car and God kept me. God kept my body. Come on. And I'm stronger because of that. But what we'll do, something like that happen, you get mad with God for a whole 30 days. Come on. You don't want to be bothered for 30 days because something doesn't happen. Instead of say, God, let me look at this thing from a different angle. Let me see this thing, God, because I know it's working together for my good. So I'm telling you today, whatever it is, you got to know it's still working together for your good. Pastor, I've been sick. You don't understand. I've been dealing with stuff in my body for this long period of time. It's still working together for your good because God is teaching you how to have faith through all of it, how to trust him. Amen. Not how to put a timing on things to know that God is going to come and show up. I told a woman of God the other day, was saying something about her, uh, her body, and I said, listen, I said, you got to go back to putting back up scriptures. Sometimes it's just God rem don't want you to go back to what he told you before. Some of you, the reason why you where you are, because you have not went back to do the things that God told you to do in the first place. Because you started out by putting up uh, 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 scriptures on healing. Now, them scriptures, the papers, none fell down. Uh, the kids done cut over it. <laughs> we don't even know what the papers say no more. Come on, glory to God. And we, we forget. I'm going to raise my hand. I, I, some things that I started off with, y'all, I'll forget. That's why I got this notebook right here. This one. And, like, maybe about ten other ones at my house. Deaconess on the phone. She know. I would say Deaconess. And she'd be like, uh, Lord, Pastor, I got about, she probably got about 30 notebooks. And Minister Lakita probably got about 50. Come on. They, <laughs> they, they know what I'm talking about. Amen. You, you, you got to write it down. If I don't write it down, I'm going to forget. The truth is, I can be, I was just in prayer and laid out before the Lord last week. I went and read something I wrote down last week, forgot that I wrote it down from last week to this week. Just like that. I said, oh, God, you did tell me that. That's good. I was praying about a name for, my, for, for a business that God was giving to me, and God gave me a name. And I forgot about it. 
And I went back and I said, oh, Lord, you did give me that. And, I, and see, I would have been coming back to God, asking him again and again, God, you give me the name. God already gave me the name. If I didn't write it down, come on, hallelujah. That's why, that's, why, that's why I write stuff down, amen. That's why I got notebooks, amen. I, I see uh, Brother Warren, he do a lot of writing, amen. That's good. Because sometimes when God, when God speaks things to you, and God is giving you something, you got to, that's why we send those notebooks to everybody. You got to begin to write that stuff down because if you don't, you, the enemy will come and he'll steal it. He'll choke the word. Come on, what the Bible say? The enemy will come and choke that word right out of you. Come on, he'll have your minds and your eyes fixed so many places that you'll even forget what God said in a moment. Anybody know what I'm saying, Lord? I'm talking about from moment to moment I'll be saying, Lord, what, you, what was that again? Lord, yeah, gave, wait a minute. You gave me a scripture 10 minutes ago, Lord. Come on. It, it, it could be 10 minutes ago. That's why I got the recorder thing on my phone. Come on, I get tricked. Come on. He think he tricky. I, I said, Lord, I, I got to get on top of things. Amen. So, I, Brother Ward, I got a recorder thing on my phone. Let me be driving. And God give me something. I hit the recorder thing, and I begin to talk, whatever God giving me. So I still won't lose it. Come on. It's just that important. It's just that much work that I got to put into it. Amen. Because I don't want to miss what God is doing in my life. I don't want to miss what God is saying. I don't want to miss it because I want to see God at every angle. Amen. And he said, what I'll do is I'll lift you up above your enemies. Amen. I'll lift you up. He said, because, you know, I, I want you to be. I want you to see above this thing, you know, where things want to come above you. I'm taking you above it so that you can keep your eyes on me. Let me tell you something. I, I don't know what you're dealing with all week. I don't know what was in your vision. I don't know, you know, what, what, what you was trying not to keep your eyes on you know, off of. I don't know. But what I am telling you today is that you got to say, God, I'm going to fix my eyes on you. God, it's going to be the work. God, I'm going I'm to make up my mind. Come on, glory to God. Even as we're talking about a place of worship, you have to really, because look at this. L look at what he said. Look at this. He said, um, look at this. He said, and I will, therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle what? Sacrifices of joy. Sometimes you're going to have to make that sacrifice. You're going to have to make that sacrifice. Come on, some of you even coming today, it was a sacrifice. Come on, because you know it could have been a lot. It could have been a, all kind of things why you didn't come and show up to service. It's a lot of things why you couldn't click on service, baby. Come on, if you go around the room, everybody got a reason why. Come on, we probably got about 10, 20 of them. Amen. My head was hurt. My dick hurt. Hey, listen to this. This is going on. Come on, we all had something in this room, all the way down to the babies. The babies could have found a reason, Lord. Amen. But it's a sacrifice, right? It's a sacrifice. He said, I brought sacrifices of joy. You know, and I said, God, you know, it's, it's almost like when you're in a relationship with somebody and, you know, I, I always laugh with women about this, you know. I, I'm a lead eldest in Minister Marco alone. I always talk about them, but, you know, you know, she... Mr. Marco will say something, and she just be so laugh. She be just laughing. I be like, that ain't even that funny. I mean, he'll say it, and she be like, watch her. I'm telling y'all, she and she be around him, or uh, like they do Bible study or something like that. I mean, anything, anything, Mr. Marco say. She's like, so is, is it really? Y'all know how it go. Y'all know how it go. You know what I'm saying? You know, everything just be so funny, right? <laughs> everything just be so funny. So y'all know what I'm talking about. They 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 do it too, Mr. Marker. You ain't the only one. She ain't the only one. Amen. But 
when you get to that point, you fixed on joy. Right? You fixed on joy. So no matter what that person, yeah, come over here. you like, you know, it's just so cute because they say, come over here. You know, you just let, cause why? Because you fixed on joy. Y'all get what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. You know, you fixed on joy. So no matter what it is, it makes you, it makes you happy. That's a sacrifice of joy if you realize it or not. It's a sacrifice of joy. And what God is saying, even in, in, in this walk with him, Sometimes you got to give a sacrifice of joy. Be fixed on joy. Yes, it is a lot of things that I can be sad about, but God, I'm going to be fixed. Somebody say, God, I'm going to be fixed on joy, God. Hallelujah. When, when God, I'm going I'm to get back to that place, God. When things happen in my life, God, I'm going to be fixed on joy. Hallelujah. I'm going to be smiling. People be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so giggly? Because God, my relationship with God, I am fixed on joy. He said, you got to bring the sacrifices of joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, God, sometimes I have to just think on the goodness of Jesus. <laughs> I know, maybe, but just think on the goodness of Jesus hallelujah and all that he's done for me and then what my soul cries out what hallelujah that's the sacrifice of joy sometimes you're gonna have to walk around your house and say God when I think about the goodness God and how you bless me with this house and God how you made a way for us come on God I give you a hallelujah Glory to God. You got to get fixed. Sometimes even walking into your job, God, thank you. You made a way for me to have this job. You opened up a door for me. As you're waiting on God to do it for you, some of you might be waiting on God to give you a job. Come on, but you got to begin to fix your mind on joy. So that means that even on this week, Come on. When I'm faced with stuff, God, and <laughs> it might be, it might, it, it might make sense for me to get mad. It might make sense for me to be down. It might be sense, make, make sense for me to, you know, uh, uh, be a sadness, God. But you know what? I'm going to fix myself on joy. I'm going to find a reason to have some joy. I'm going I'm to I'm say, God, you know what? If it even a, because that's the sacrifice. Amen. And so he understood. He said, Lord, he said, even the sacrifices of joy, I will sing ye. Yea, he said, I will sing praises unto the Lord. He said, I'm going to just sing praises. You know, it don't matter you got how your voice sounds. You ain't got to have a good singing voice. Amen. Just, just sing. Just begin to sing before the Lord. Come on, God want to give, give you a new song. Some of y'all songwriters, you ain't write a song in, in we, listen. Where the, song, where the songwriters at? Come on, hallelujah. God is anointed to give you a song just because, you know, we ain't in the building full time. You telling me God shut that off? Oh, Lord. I used to sing praise and worship. I used to sing. Okay, well, God ain't giving you no song? Oh, Lord. I'm saying the old songs. God ain't giving you no new song. Come on, God want to give you a new song. Amen. God down with me too, because y'all know I used to get up here and sing all the time. Miss Marco know he plays and plays, and I sing, I find me a song. God dealt with me. When I went before the Lord, God said, where's the song? 
Why can't you begin to sing praises unto God? Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with singing the songs that's out there, but God will give you something. I kept singing, God, renew me, restore me, make me your own. I, I'm telling you, I begin, to re, I begin to sing that thing. Come on, glory to God. I say, God, God, renew me, restore me. God, make me your own. And, and I said, Lord, I'm going to ask Minister Marco to give me some music. So, God, I'm going to get my own song. Come on. I'm going to get my own new song before the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. David said, the Lord, he said, I'm going to begin to sing praises unto the Lord. Glory to God. Some of you right there, that's where God really want to birth you back into a place of worship. It's back into the place of singing before him. He said, I will sing praises, Lord. I'm about to end. He says, hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. He said, hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me and answer me. He said, hear me, Lord, when I cry with my voice. I think I'm going to end there. I, I, I'll, I'll have to come back later for those other two scriptures. But he said, Lord, he said, hear me when I cry. And I say, God, you know, this is, this is a war. This is a warrior. This is a man that take down a giant. This is a man that could conquer what other people couldn't even conquer. And he said, Lord, when I cry, Lord have mercy. Some of us feel like we're so strong that we can't cry. Let me tell you something. The place where you can really empty and be free and give it all is with God. You know, we're so used to being strong and holding up. Even when we go to God, you're still trying to be. David said, let, let me go ahead and get this out. Come on, hallelujah. So, so some of you got to just, even today, before you leave this place, God, I'm going to get, God, I got to give all of this to you. God, I'm not trying to be so strong, so strong. People are like, what's wrong with you? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And know that you need to just say, you know what, God, I'm not good. I'm, I'm not okay. God, I, you know, I, I'm walking this walk. And God, but my eyes have been so many different places that it's wearing me out. I've been looking at this, and I've been looking at the children. I'm looking at my finances. I'm looking at my job. God, I'm looking at where I've been. God, I'm looking at God. I'm trying to get to where you want, where you call me to be. And God, I'm trying to look at all these things, God. And the truth is, David said, Lord, he said, all this stuff going on around me. He said, but he cried unto the Lord. He began to cry unto him. And even sometimes, even in a place where, where, where your place of worship is just really crying out before God. Crying out before him. Saying, God, I need you. God, I'm nothing without you. God, I can't make it without you. Come on, glory to God. I, I, I'm keep I'm going to keep going, but God, I sure need your strength. Come on, David understood. He said, God, I got to cry out before you. And God will answer me. So what I'm saying to you, even when you begin to go into that place of worship, you got to know that God is going to answer you. God is answering you. God got an answer for you. Come on, glory to God. But you got to get your eye, you got to seek him first. You got to get your eyes fixed back on God. Hallelujah. That's a sign of you trusting him. That's a sign of you saying, God, I surrender to you. Come on, that's a sign of you submitting to him. It's a sign of you saying, God, you are in control. God, you know what's best for me. I may think I know what's best, God, but God, you know what's best for me.
you know the way this thing should go, God, because I can't fix it on my own. So he knew that when, God, I get into this place and I fix my eyes on the only true and wise God. He said, on the Lord. He knew the only true and wise God. God said, I would ne- he said, I could never lie. I'm not a son of man that I shall lie. He cannot lie. It's all truth in him. Come on. And, and when we get into that place with God and put him first, come on, glory to God, and seek him, we seek truth. Let me tell y'all something. It's people out there. You know, someone called me the other day about a dream they had. She said, I had a dream. It was a guy that I was talking to. And she said, next thing you know, you know, he was a wolf. And I said, honey, I, I said, them wolves in, in sheep clothing. <laughs> it, it appears a sheep. Come on. Then when you get it, when you let it really get loose, come on, glory to God. It's a wolf, and it's ready to take your head off. See, things like that, God is saying, you got to be, there's truth. When we seek God, there's truth. See, we'll seek people. People people can hide behind all kind of stuff. I can appear as a sheep and ready to kill, to steal, and to destroy. As soon as you turn your back, in nine days, you ain't even got to turn your back. Come on, they'll get you in your face. Come on, glory to God. They they ain't even got to wait till you turn. They're like, "Uh, why you looking at me? I'm about to get you. Amen. And so that's why I seek God. I fix my eyes on truth. Because when I fix my eyes on truth, come on, God reveals the truth in my life. Even if I like it or not, even if it make me cry, even if even if it make me cringe, come on, even if it keep me up all night, come on. But God will reveal truth. That's why I must seek Him, seek truth. Come on, somebody say, God, I need you to reveal truth. Come on, you need to say this. Say, God, I need you to reveal truth. Hallelujah. In my life, glory to God, hallelujah, because God knows that we can make up stuff. God knows that we can put stuff together. Come on, we can try to make things be the truth, hallelujah. So when I seek my face to God, amen, which is the only true and wise God, hallelujah, truth, God begin to reveal truth in my life. I could be on a job talking about it's good, it's good, it's good. And God will reveal truth and say, mm, them people don't mean nothing for you. Them people ain't, you know. <laughs> Daughter, them people about to fire you. <laughs> they might let you go. Or it could be that God, I feel like they're against me. And God can reveal the truth and say, no, this is good for you. This is a good place for you. I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna open doors for you. I'm gonna create positions for you. God can reveal that truth and say, just wait a little bit longer. I've been there where I was ready to move, 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 and God said, wait, wait, wait. Stay right there because I wanna open up some doors right here. I wanna, I wanna open it up and I wanna do it for you. And then God did it. I saw God, you saw that when I, I was at Street Lanes, God did it where I, I thought they were gonna let me go. I thought these people was gonna fire me. My boss told me, these people gonna fire you. And I got all antsy. And then the Lord used Apostle Lynn and said, stay, stay right there, hold on. And I stayed. And when I stayed, what they did is they fired her and kept me promoted me and gave me a bonus. That's why I'm saying you have to seek the truth because he's the only true and wise God. Sometimes we can, the, what we make, and God like, mm, let me tell you what the truth really is. Come on, somebody. I, glory God. I need to see the truth. Hallelujah. I need to know what the truth really is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, hallelujah. That's why I fix my eyes on God. Hallelujah. Come on and stand to your feet. Amen. I pray that this word has blessed you today. I pray you got something from this word today.
I pray that it pushed you and, and, and get your focus right. Stop letting all this stuff push you around. Punk you. Come on. Pushing you all around. Come on. But see, when I get my eyes fixed on God, he put me on a rock. You can't push me around. Hallelujah. Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchatphila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchatphila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.